Welcome back, y'all. I am Dr. Samaria M. Colbert. I am the founder of Kingdom Creative Counseling that is a mental health agency. We are located in downtown Greensboro, North Carolina. I'm a, a licensed therapist with 16 plus years of experience. Po I'm a published author with close to uh, 60 books. I always say 60 because I lost count. I think I'm like at one, one list I had at 62, <laughs> the other list I had somewhere in like 58, 59. So I got to go through my list, but that's close enough. <laughs> uh, but I've written close to 60 books. My goal is uh, 100 within the next five to 10 years. And uh, what I do, I'm an entrepreneur. I do all kinds. I got training courses. I got podcasts, got t-shirts. Uh, uh, I do all kinds of stuff, <laughs> but it's really meant to bring about, um, um, healing and wholeness, emotional wellness, um, things of that nature. I am a true tried and true for real show enough therapist. Okay. That is my license. I'm a clinical licensed clinician. Okay. Uh, and I integrate faith-based principles. So that means I say psychological warfare, spiritual warfare, and how that impacts our psyche. All right. Today, we're going to talk about a different topic, um, that you think is related to your mental emotional, but it actually is. And it's called the, it is the gift of the spirit is <laughs> a gift of the spirit we're talking about the gifts of the spirit and how they operate in everyday life in your career i think it's really important for us to have this discussion when i'm specifically directing my thoughts to uh people in the human services field such as myself counselors and therapists uh and the reason why i was inspired by this is because i was uh, in session and it's not possible to know everything that you need to know about every client, no matter how much you study. And I spent years and years and years and years and years studying different theory, theories and, and, and human behavior. And so, but people are people and the human mind, the human behavior is, is complex in different ways. And so what's going to help you to be, uh, excel amongst, you know, your peers and to be effective as a therapist, for those who watch this video, my podcast, but in life in general, will be the gifts of the spirit. And a lot of times we limit the gifts of the spirit to church. So we think gifts of the spirit, we think, you know, go church, uh, speak, and then lay hands on people. But it's only going to be one person at a time, okay? But your gifts of the spirit are, are for, not just for church. And so uh, it, it's to excel. And it doesn't necessarily have to be therapists, but it works exceptionally well uh, in therapy. <laughs> um, but it also works in your career. If you're a medical doctor and someone comes in with a problem, the gifts of the spirit help you to solve problems. So they may come in with a symptom saying I ache in this area and uh, by the gifts of the spirit word of knowledge, the Holy spirit tells you, no, it's this. Um, I've heard of people who are excelling in business and God will give them open dreams and visions about the next project or the next invention. And so the whole, the, the gifts of the spirit on the inside of us are creative gifts. They're for each other. They're for the upbuilding of the kingdom, but they're also for our profit, P-R-O-F-I-T. I will talk to you about that in a minute. And so they help us to excel in our life and my career. And I thought to talk about this um, because so many Christian limit, they don't even know what their spiritual gifts are because they think, I'm not supposed to be in church speaking and prophesying over people. So therefore I must not have spiritual gifts and they don't actualize or even develop those gifts because they are limited. They don't understand. No, the gifts are everywhere. They're like, they don't turn off. You know, I was in session um, recently and like I guess I don't know everything there is to know because, you know, just the, the and uh, really just in session. And as I begin to speak, hold on, make sure my mic. Okay. Yeah. Cause sometimes, you know, my mic. Yeah, okay. There we go. So, and, 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 and uh, I'm listening to him talk and I've had times where 
just that that spirit that the the anointing uh is there and I, and and I just begin to speak and I give wise counsel based upon what the Holy Spirit tells me to say. You know, I told an example uh and I don't know if I said it recently, but years ago I was sitting with a client every time uh, we were getting uh progress it's almost like she would she would get progress but she would hold on y'all let me make sure my mic I'm getting signs here okay hopefully the mic will be fine we're gonna keep it going flowing but she would make progress in session and then she wouldn't and then she would come back the next day and it's like she regressed and I kept saying what in the world is going on am I doing something wrong and I, you know and the Lord began to speak to me. He said, no, she's anger and she has bitterness towards me. And, and this is a Christian client. So I can kind of come at her that way. She said, he said, tell her that she needs to meditate on scripture that until her thoughts, her mind's a reflection of me. And so I had to tell her that I've had times that people come into session and their symptoms here, uh, but they're there have symptoms here, but the Lord, the Holy Spirit says, no, this is the symptom. That's the word of knowledge. This is what's really going on. I've had people come into session. This is true in any environment. They're not being truthful and honest. And so they're saying, they know I'm, I'm the trauma therapist and they just Googled uh, PTSD symptoms and they come and I'm trying to do an evaluation and they hitting all the markets for PTSD, but the Holy Ghost said, no, this is a bit of manipulation. And so, uh, and so I, I, I use it as an example in my own life is that the gifts of the spirit are, are what's going to help you as a believer to excel. And let's be clear, even though uh, you, you, you cannot fully grow and operate in the gifts of the spirit fully without the Holy Spirit being there. And the only people who can have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit is Christians. Now, people in the secular world may 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 say, may use our terms, but they can't use our methodology totally because it is, it is, it is, it is uh, and filled with us, it is endowed unto us when we want to accept Christ and we operate in his nature. Okay. And so Ooh, I, this is gonna be good to me. Ooh, it's just good to my soul, y'all. I just this is just good to my soul. I just have to get it out. <laughs> God gives me, He drops nuggets, He tells me things. And I just gotta get it out. I just gotta get it out. So the gifts of the Spirit, remember this, and the fruit of the Spirit are not the same thing. The gifts, so so you know, you may see people use the terms interchangeably, but they're not. The gifts of the Spirit and the fruit of the Spirit are not the same thing. A gift is freely given to you, right? Like if I uh, hand you this cell phone here, I'm going to freely give it to you. You did not earn it. However, the fruit of the spirit comes as a result of being planted, planted somewhere, watered, and allowed the Holy Spirit to grow. This is why I, uh, allowing the, the, the Holy Spirit to grow you and mature you into the likeness of Christ. So think about it like this. If, if, if we go outside and there's an apple tree outside your house, what kind of seed was planted? Apple, an apple seed. It, and, and it grew and it watered and it grew into a full moon mature trees, apple tree, orange, same thing, banana, same thing. You know, someone, what has been planted and, and, and grown and cultivated based upon uh, the fruit that they produce. This is why I always talk about being a fruit inspector. What is the fruit of the spirit? And so when someone's nasty and evil and and, and con can, uh, cunning and gossiping and, and they don't have the fruit of the spirit. So it's not a matter of what is uh, of being uh, planted. It's like, what have you planted? And what is in your heart? That's why the Bible says, be a fruit inspector. It's out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. What is, is implanted, grown and developed in you whatsoever man sows, that shall he also reap. 
And so if you are a negative person and you're always backbiting and you're disrespectful, and you're dishonorable, that is not the fruit of the spirit. So we know that the fruit of the spirit, even though a seed may have been planted, it has not been watered, it has not been grown or developed to reflect the nature of God. However, if you, but there's another type of spirit that has, that has been planted and grown that's not of God. And so I sell that to say the fruit of the spirit and the gifts of the spirit are not the same thing. The, the gifts of the spirit are irrevocable. Okay. Uh, that's simply, this is why we have people who, who can be false prophets, but still prophesy accurately. It is a gift that's given. The gifts and the call of God are irrevocable. We just got to make sure we're playing for the right team. Uh, but the fruit of the spirit, again, is a result of the seed, the type of the seed that has been planted. What fruit do you produce? This is why I talk about discernment. And I don't go there, but there's a difference. Okay. So if I'm led by the spirit, I will produce the fruit of the spirit. Right. Okay, but when I talk about the fruit of the spirit, <laughs> we talk about a gift. Now, gift has been freely given to you. Think about it. If I hand you the keys to a car, right, a brand new car, brand new Maserati, right, it's clean. You still have a responsibility. It's, it's getting gifted to you. No charge. Okay, take it. Wouldn't that be nice if I just hand that to us? No, take it. But you still have a responsibility to, take the, to, 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 to drive it, to clean it to make sure it gets oil changed, take care of the maintenance of a gift that was freely given to you. And that's how it is. We talk about the gifts of the spirit. It's been freely given to you, but it is, it is, it is, it is your responsibility to properly we call steward what has been freely given. What does steward mean? It means to, to take care of. If you, uh, if you don't, if you get that brand new car, it's been freely given, but you don't uh, add maintenance to it. If you don't put gas in it, you just riding on E you uh, have it for years and you don't uh, get an oil change. What's going to happen this nice, beautiful, brand new car, you're going to mess it up. Right. And so that's how it is with the gifts of the spirit. And so I, I would encourage you to really do a, a thorough uh, investigation of what, of your gifts of the spirit, as you mature in Christ and you understand how the gifts of the spirit operate, you will understand what you excel in. It is, it is, most of the time there's different gifts of the spirit, but most of you might not necessarily excel in all of them, but you should have more than one. Like for me, I have known uh, from a very young age, I excel in these, I, I accept the gifts of the spirit that operate very strongly within my life that help me to be really effective as a therapist are one, uh, the word of wisdom or gift of wisdom. This is why when I talk, um, I don't talk a lot, but when I do, I, I give you sound wisdom. I'm not giving you just hearsay. I'm not always to do, do, do chatty catty. I'm giving you wisdom because I have that. That's my gift, but it's also the birth in me through the process of life. So that's the gifts of wisdom. Uh, next one is the word of knowledge. This is why someone can walk into the room and I know that passing, not everybody, but as God opens my ears, I can operate very heavily in that because it helps to give people deliverance. This is why this is why I operate so strongly as a therapist because you go back to painful places that people have uh, hidden. So that's for me. Word of knowledge, gift of the spirit. Uh, so some of you, women. Oh yeah, hold on, y'all. <laughs> I'm getting myself confused. Uh, words of wisdom, uh, words of knowledge. And then I have a really strong gift for discerning of spirits because I recognize sometimes people can say the right thing when they have wrong spirit, have wrong motives, have hidden agendas. Okay. This is why I talk about that. Okay. Okay. We talk about psychological warfare there. And then after that is prophecy. Okay. That's prophecy. And so oftentimes when you're, when you're bringing people to a, a place of deliverance, oftentimes people who are, are, are excelling the prophetic gifts, they want to go forward first. And, and to God, Gary uses this. 
but they don't necessarily are not uh, operate truly in deliverance because oftentimes before we begin to speak the future, we have to also go back to pain, the hurts, the traumas that are going to stop you from actually even walking into this great promise. So if you struggle with the spirit of fear that was rooted in childhood traumas and things like that, uh, you can have this great call of, of God on your life, but God has to deal with the past hurts and the past pains uh, that are still impacting and infecting your life. And so I hope that under that makes sense. And so now we're just going to talk what are those gifts of the spirit. I would encourage you, no matter what walk of life you find yourself, and I don't care if you're a lawyer, I don't care if you're a doctor, uh, obviously preachers, but don't limit it to that. I don't care if you work in the, work in the post office. <laughs> I don't, it doesn't matter what, if you want to excel in a career, if you're a supervisor, if you're a CEO of a company, it does not matter. I would encourage you to take a spiritual gifts class, if at all possible, take a spiritual gift survey. Now, these things alone are not going to be the totality of that. I didn't discover my spiritual gifts by taking it, but at least give you some context to start and then read books on the gifts of the spirit. Because when, what you, once you begin to study what gifts of the spirit you excel at, you're going to do exceptionally well, but you can also begin to develop in and we call perfect and, and, and grow and mature that gift. This is why Apostle Paul uh, told Timothy to stir up the gift uh, that within you, that, that you got from laying on of hands. You got to stir it up. You can have the gift of prophecy, but you don't stir it up. You don't study. If you are not around prophetic people, if you don't, uh, things of that nature, it's, it lies dormant. Okay. Um, and so, so you got to stir it up. You want to excel, stir up your gifts. You know, and so let's talk. Now, I started looking at First Corinthians chapter twelve, and I wanted to look at it through the Amplified version because Amplified version was really, really good about like uh, uh, definitions and, and defining words and redefining words. So let's go talk about this. So it talks about he in the Amplified version they define what spiritual gifts are, and that means an special endowment by the Holy Spirit. Okay, the, the, uh, the special endowment by the Holy Spirit. Uh, it also defines uh, uh, spiritual gifts as special abilities. Well, I watch this given by the grace of God an extraordinary, an extraordinary power of the Holy Spirit operating in believers, the key believers. So I got to say that again, I got a little tongue, tongue tied. It is special abilities given by the grace and extraordinary power of the Holy Spirit operating in believers this is why when you are a believer these signs shall follow those that do what believe okay now there are feel familiar spirits there's counterfeit spirits there's all kinds of spirits out there that can, can that can try to manipulate and pretend to be of god but they're not this is why you have to discern spirits which i did talk about that uh in my other teaching so y'all just go through that uh, as well but we, 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 as believers, we should excel in certain areas in our careers, in our professions, in our whatever we do, because we have the inside man. That's what I said earlier. Okay. And so these gifts are given for different reasons. Okay. According to the Amplified uh, Bible, it is for the working of ministry. Now, again, I have I boldly declared, and I am not taking that ministry is not a church alone. It's not. Ministry is you are excelling in things outside of just church. Ministry could be uh, anything. It could be how you are leading others to Christ. And that could be inside the church and outside. This is why if you look at the Bible, most of the ministry that happened according to the, when, in the New Testament was not inside of a church. 
believe it or not, it was outside in the world. It was for service. This is why people who are in the human service field, particularly my therapist, hopefully y'all watch me via my pod, listen, excuse me, via my podcast. Come on, y'all, hone in on this one. Uh, for the human services field, doctors, nurses, uh, therapists, they, 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 we, when you're in any type of service centered field, when you have to deal with people, the more you deal with people, the more your discernment tends to kick up and your spiritual gifts operate. This is why they think, oh man, she's the best. She's a great therapist. And I'm just like, I am. But what had happened was <laughs> I'm not just book knowledge. You understand? I understand the spiritual world. Uh, it empowers believers. Uh, for vocation is what the, uh, is what the uh, KJV version says. And vocation simply means career. Y'all get what I'm saying? So we don't use, we're not using the gifts of the spirit to manipulate or prostitute our spiritual gifts. I am not suggesting that. I am saying that God says, I want you to prosper and be in good health as I am. And, in, in, you know, so God wants us to prosper. What is prosper? Not just as my soul prospers, not just as my spirit prospers, but as my life prospers. I should be able to do, dress a certain way and, and live a certain way and have a certain lifestyle because I, I because my, my vocation and the gifts of the spirit and my study all work together. So I'm excelling. This is why if you look at some of the things I've accomplished in my hidden spaces, I have excelled uh, in certain areas. Uh, now, I'm not wealthy, but I've excelled in certain areas that, that other people have not because I operate in this, this level um, because I understand how it all works together. You can't like separate one versus the other. And again, the, uh, the, 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 the KJ research is for the manifestation given to every man to profit with all now I'm not talking about prophecy prophecy is like pr like the prophet prophet you know whomever i mean prophet meaning prophet so p r o f i t what does that mean to profit in this way it means to prosper financial gain meant to help okay meant to help by uh, operating and producing something that means when you process when you are prop when you profit with all when everyone you operate something you build something you are the ceo of something and you produce something so if you you know it means to yield interest gain dividends come on y'all i understand you know we Christians, we don't want, you know, sin, it's all, it's all of you. You know, you, you, you start talking with people, think you're sinning. No, 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 it's a problem. Now, 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 now here's the thing. Uh, 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 when we look at examples in the Bible, look at people like Joseph. Joseph, who was second in command to the king, Daniel. He became second. In, his gifts made room for him and brought him before great men. What is his gift? His spiritual gifts, the word of wisdom. Both of the, the primary people think their primary gifts was, was interpreting dreams. That was one of the gifts. Their real primary prim, primary gift was the gift of wisdom. Look at uh, Solomon, who had the gift of wisdom to build something, to structure something. Okay, so 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 our gifts again help us in church for each for the upbuilding of each other. But once I leave church. It's still going to help me in my vocation, as with the word, in my career, in my life, in my relationships. So we got to, as Christians, not put ourselves in the church box. Now, again, I love, I love church. I love my church. 
uh, and I love the church. So I don't want y'all to go with, because I'm not one of these anti-church and and all this kind. I'm not that. Okay? But I, I, I want you to step outside of that box. In church, you put the gifts of the Spirit in church. And that's it. But take it outside that box. The Holy Spirit doesn't, once once uh, oh, your service is over, he don't turn off. Oh, thank you, Lord. And then you go home. And then you turn back on when you get back to church or Bible study or, 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 or a prophetic conference. That don't make sense. He shows up on Monday morning at your job. That's how some people don't like you. <laughs> okay? He shows up in how you excel. And when you have a gift, for you should have a spirit of excellence about yourself. So he creates, hey, listen, he gives us creative solutions to practical problems. So let me give you another example. The, the parable of the talents. I'm taking my time. I'm going, I'm going to explain myself when I'm in the parable of the talents. You, I'm not going to read this for the second time, but Matthew 25, 14 through 30. There's a rich ruler. He said, I'm, I'm going out of town. And he gives uh, his servants talents. So why in the world would a ruler give his servants talents or money? Because he was expecting it to increase. So to one who gave five talents, the man was so thorough about his business, he gained five more. Another who gave two talents, he was so thorough about his business and his business adventures and his business acumen, he, he gained two more. But this is where a lot of people who are only church-minded, which again, I, I love, I love church. I love hearing the word. I love worship. I love it all. But the one who had a, a mentality didn't do anything. He dug his talent in the ground. The, when the ruler came back, he was like, where my stuff? He was like, I didn't do anything. I know where you, you reap where you have not sown. He did nothing. He didn't even go put it in the bank till it gained interest. And the Bible said the, the ruler, ruler called the man wicked and slothful. He says, cast you out into outer darkness where they be weeping and la la laughing, weeping and gnashing of, of teeth, excuse me. And so what it is that if we don't use, God has given each us a measure of faith, a measure of different types of, 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 of gifts that he expects us to increase and, and use those gifts, not necessarily gain more gifts, but to use those gifts to increase in, in, our, in, in the world, to, to actualize, to, to begin to dominate in our system, in the world. He wants us to, he wants to, to increase something. He wants us to make more money. He wants us not for our own gains. So you can say I got a nice car, look at my nice house. Nobody care. That that old stuff go away. But he 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 wants us to excel, and he gives us the inside man to do that. This is good to my soul. So God expects us to use His gifts that He gives us for His glory, and we cannot and 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 we cannot we cannot be like this this slothful uh 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 um man who said I didn't do nothing. This is what people are. People, and I was raised, uh, God forgive me, uh, y'all, um, as you, if you went to church, the church that I was raised under, where we just, you know, once you get saved, we, we, we learn about those little spiritual gifts and you just had to hold on so God doesn't change your hand and try not to sin uh, for the rapture to come. And that was it. You know, oh my goodness, the rapture don't come. And that's, that's, I mean, okay, but God, but, but there's a whole world out there God wants us to, 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 to do. And that's, the, and that's the mentality of a lot of people. Well, I'm just going to go, and I got my saved. Now my salvation is sure. I'm going to get to heaven. And that's it. 
I'm well, I'm my best. Bless God, I thank God I'm saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, five baptized. I got Jesus on my mind and the bread of my life. And all we do is sit around, run from the, the devil, and we just hide in that little closet. I'm going to go to church on Sunday, and I'm going to church on, on, on Wednesday whenever, whenever y'all have Bible study, and I'm just going to be a nice little cute Christian, and I'm going to do absolutely nothing to advance God's kingdom. God wants us to advance his kingdom, and, he, and, and the kingdom of God is outside of all that. And he wants us to advance so he, we have and so he gives us the tools and the talents that we need so that on judgment that he is the rich rule he's going to come back and say okay these are the gifts that i gave you these are the talents i gave you. these are the spiritual gifts these are the natural gifts i gave you now what did you do with it and he's going to hold us accountable for what we had done and he's going to hold us accountable for what we had not done not for our own selfish gain again the bible says seek ye first the kingdom of god all of his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto us so i'm not using my spiritual gifts uh to seek things or my natural gifts for that matter now things are going to come to me absolutely absolutely but that's not why i'm doing what i'm doing Whew, this is good to my soul y'all this is good. so let's talk about this what are these gifts of the spirit i'm gonna break them down um uh, i'm gonna break the down for you now it's important to understand that there there are differences in the gifts of the spirit um there are differences as far as uh that the type of spirit and how the holy spirit disperses them however it is still the same spirit and uh one of the things that the scripture talks about uh, when you go further down in, in in the 12th verse it talks about how uh the head can't say to let me read it out hold on because i want to make sure we got it correct. It says, for the body does not consist of one part, but many parts. So like there's limbs and legs. Look at your physical body. This is how we are the body of Christ. Eyes, nose, mouth, you know, <laughs> head, shoulders, knees, and toes. He just, so there's a head, but uh, there's a foot. And so, but so when we're talking about gifts of the spirit, what, what, what carnal Christians tend to do is they look at other people and say, okay, you can prophesy or you you are the head so but i'm just the nose so i i can't you know we we start uh coveting other people's position because we don't know who we are remember it's the same spirit it's the same spirit that diversity spiritual gifts and therefore the upbuilding of it's all but what's going to stop the flow of the anointing what's going to stop the flow of the spirit from flowing if we start coveting if you start getting jealous of someone whose position everyone has a position to play and everyone cannot be the head you got to respect the head but you got to you got to play your position if you a shoulder be a shoulder if you will eyeball be eyeball, it's all needed. If you need a, if you got a foot, if you a foot, be the foot. But don't be trying to covetous other people's positions. Sometimes people don't want to uh compliment you, they want to be you. You know, if you don't if you have, if you're not called to be the head, that's not what you're called to do. All right. So uh for the human body consists of one part, but many limbs and organs. If the foot says, Because I'm a hand, I'm not a part of the body. It is con it is not the contrary, still a part of the body. If the ear says, because I cannot, because I am not an eye, I'm not a part of the body. It is contrary. It causes division. This is why the Bible says the house divided against this a house divided against itself cannot stand. And so you can't be looking at someone else's part and, 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 and trying to be them. Know your part, know your role. There's nothing wrong with that. You will only excel at being who you are. You know, the Lord spoke to me a couple of days ago. He said to me, I'm never going to send anybody that's going to smite the sheep. I'm never going to send anybody that's going to smack, that's going to try to smite the shepherd. I don't send people like that. And so you have some people that's so covetous and jealous and envious of someone else's position. They think they can like remove the head, put themselves in position, but that you're not called that. You don't have the gifts for that. You don't have the grace for that. You don't have the capacity for that because that's not what you're called to do. 
So understand where you are, your gifts of the spirit, and operate in them and excel in that. Let's talk. So what are the gifts of the spirit? One, word of wisdom. That is the mind of God being released to man and is the supernatural ability to discern, to have knowledge, to have guidance of which way to, to, to know. It is the supernatural impartation of facts, guidance, and practical solutions. Uh, wisdom is. And so this is why when someone has a spirit of wisdom, you could come to them and they just start having solutions. Around, oh, this is what you need to do. This is what you do. They have practical solutions. They know they get answers like this. Okay. Then there's a word of knowledge, which is revelation. That means to reveal what is hidden. Oftentimes, word of knowledge comes to reveal what is hidden in the past that may stop this person from excelling in their future. So this is why when someone's operating, we call it prophetic. A lot of people don't understand this prophetic and word of knowledge. This is why when you're in the, and you're doing deliverance, even in counseling, the Holy Spirit says, when you're five years old, this is happening, this is happening, this is happening. But God said, they're going backwards, then they're going forwards. But God is getting ready to do this in your life, but they're going backwards. We, you experience type of pain. And, and so you see, you, I hope y'all you, you, get what I'm saying. Y'all get what I'm saying? Then there's a gift of faith. There's a gift of faith to, to, to trigger other people to have faith, to operate in, in, in sound, uh, to have great faith and to believe and to begin to uh, take uh, what God has placed in their heart and have faith towards it and, and actualize it. There's a gift of healing. Now, healing is, again, that could be uh, operate very strong in life of a therapist or a counselor and any type of human service as well. Healing is not limited to physical healing. So a lot of times we see great ministers like, you know, Benny Hinn or, or, um, or who y'all know who these people who, who, you know, you see, you know, wheelchairs and, and, and crutches, people limited to physical, but remember the gift of healing is mental, is emotional, is psychological, is physical and is healing. And it is wholeness because the difference between being healed and whole, you can be healed from something and not whole from something. That's why someone said, that's why someone can say, well, I'm healed, I'm healed, I'm healed, but they're still broken in certain areas and the after effects of of the pain that they endured does not does not uh it, it's, it's hard for them because they are healed but they have not gone through the process of counseling to come to a place of wholeness there's a difference okay um then there's the workers of miracles signs wonders and miracles and again every every believer can operate in this at some level the bible these signs shall follow those that believe so again, signs, wonders, and miracles is the same thing. It is 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 the working the miracles, okay? And then there's prophecy, the foretelling of the future. Prophecy is first the witness of Jesus Christ. Now I broke this down. My first book I ever wrote many years ago. I think it was 2006. I wrote it. I didn't publish it in 2008. It was called No Promise Without a Process: The Makings of a Prophet. Then I wrote part two a couple of years later, no promise without a process, the makings of a prophet part two. And when I did a talk about the difference between someone who operates very strongly in the prophetic gifting, which is what I'm talking about today versus the office of the prophet, it's not, it's, it's not the same. A lot of times people in nowadays, because they don't, they still don't understand the difference, which I'm going to talk about today. Okay. It's just not, it's just not time today. Um, but, but you can have someone who has a, a very strong prophetic gifting, but does not mean they operate in the office of a prophet, okay? And the reason why I brought that up because I'm going to post link to those books below, and I did break down the difference uh, in that book, in those two books, 
Okay. On um, the processing of a prophet, a true prophet is a much harder. They have to go through painful spaces other than someone who has a gift because the prophet, the office of a prophet is an actual, it's an office. It is to hear the mind, the heart of God is to begin to speak forth a spiritual authority and, and declare the decrees of God. It is, it, it's, 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 it's different. Okay. But a lot of times what we're seeing now, we have people who, I know people nowadays, I on, on, on everything I know, they call themselves a prophet and I don't think they're prophets as far as I can throw them. Like they're not prophets. They're prophetic. They have very strong prophetic voice and there is a difference. Okay. But like I said, I'm no cliffhanger. At some point I'll get to the difference, but not anytime soon. <laughs> um, so for the gift of prophecy is the foretelling of the future. It is for exhortation, a building, uh, uh, extortion of, not extortion. <laughs> it's for the upbuilding of the body. That's why someone operates in a very strong prophetic gifting is very encouraging. <laughs> Where the prophet may be told to tear down strongholds and demonic agendas and bring deliverance. And, and, and like uh, like God told uh, Jeremiah, I've come and uh, called you to be a prophet to the nations. And he told I won't need you to, some, I need you to tear down. Someone I, I need to build up. Uh, people who have a prophetic gift don't tear down. They they only build up. But again, we need both. We need the prophet. Okay, we need the prophet and we need the, the one who has the prophetic gift. There's a huge difference. Okay, the discerning of spirit. I did a whole teaching on that. I did a whole teaching on that. And I know I'm not going over these in detail. You know, we can literally take each one and, and go into detail, detail, detail. I'm just hitting and quitting. I'm just want you to know. That the spiritual gifts are uh, are something that you need to um, to to really hone in on, but I did do a whole teaching on the discerning of spirits, and I talked the difference between someone. Uh, uh, I did how to discern prophecy as well. So again, go to the timeline and look through that. But discerning of the spirits is to determine the truth from a lie, deception from uh, the. Uh, excuse me, let me say it again. I get excited, y'all. To determine this, uh, determine the truth from a lie to determine what spirit a person is operating under. Because again, we're living in the last needle day. The Bible says people are going to be deceived, deceived because of signs and wonders. And it talks about how we have to discern. You can have someone who's saying the right thing with their motives are wrong. You can have someone can be saying, thus said the Lord, and God didn't really say that. Sometimes people have an agenda. And so they begin to speak forth. And as they're flattering you, they're, they're like the damsel uh, who was following Paul. Uh, um, and who is there flattering you to get next to you. It's a demonic agenda, but they're saying the right thing. And so you have to discern a spirit. I, I, that's, that's, that's what I can, what God has gifted me to do really, really profoundly is to discern. Okay. Then there's the diverse of tongues. That means the ability to speak in unknown languages. Now, according to everything I have read, and I'm continuing to look at this, there is different types of tongues as found uh, in Acts. There is um, the language of heaven, okay, which is the speaking of tongues, a heavenly language. But there's also a type of gifting where a person can speak in different languages. As like you have never learned Spanish before, and all of a sudden the Holy Spirit speaks to you and you and you are not even a part of that culture, now you start speaking Spanish. Or you start speaking Hebrew, or you start speaking Greek, or you start speaking Chinese. There's some people that also have this very strong gift. And so when they get to like a third world country or a country where they speak a different language, they automatically just start picking it up and start and start speaking the language. You thought they didn't, they didn't have, you know, you didn't thought they didn't 
live there all their life because they can pick up the language really quickly. So again, that's the language of heaven, which is one thing, but there's different languages. And the Bible says on the day of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit fell, um, they begin to speak in uh, an unknown tongue, which is the language of heaven, but they also begin to speak in different languages. And everyone does not do both. Just because you have um, the, the, the gifts of the Spirit, you speak in tongues, does not necessarily mean you're going to be able to speak in just a different uh, a dialect from a different country. Okay, so there's a difference. Then there's an interpretation of the tongues. So to it just simply means to interpret what is being said. Okay. But again, I have to, and I went over that very quickly. But again, there's one spirit, one spirit. It's not like the Holy Spirit, it's, it's not like uh whatever, nine different uh holy it's, it's one spirit that distributes them all. Okay. And again, to reiterate, it helps us to excel in not in every environment, a church environment alone, not so much. But every environment that includes that's inclusive church, home, the grocery store, your career, at your cubicle, in uh, every environment. Okay. What stops the flow of it is, like I said, uh, counterfeits, uh, uh, um, uh, pride, arrogance. You still have the gifts uh, because it's irrevocable, but it stops the flow of it. And you begin to operate in a familiar spirit, all those types of things. Um, but, but, you know, but it helps for every environment and it helps to bring others into alignment with Christ. It helps to bring others into alignment with who God is. It helps us to win by what we, it helps us to win. It helps us to win in every situation, every scenario it helps us to win. You are the, you, when you had the, the gifts of the spirit, you are the inside man. They want to watch Well, how in the world? You know, how, how did you know that? How can, how did you know to do that? How did you know that? Cause it was, it was, it was the gifts of the spirit operating in, inside of us. And remember the gifts of the spirit operate really effectively through team, because you may excel in, a, in, in, in certain gifts of the spirit, but your, your, your mate or your partner or your, your group or your team excels in another part. And you, you, we balance each other, iron sharpens iron. Okay. The gifts of the spirit are not based upon how we feel. You know, how you get in church because oh, the Holy Spirit was really there. And I felt that thing. Ooh, I felt <laughs> now with it comes peace and all these types of the fruit of the spirit. But your your gifts to this, you can just innerly know something. It is not based on how you feel, you know. Okay, so I would encourage everyone again. I said any walk of life, take a spiritual gifts survey. Uh, if you are not clear, and again, just begin to see God. I, you know, I didn't. I, I've taken some spiritual gift surveys, and most of them are pretty accurate. But how I really begin to, and I'll, I'll post a link to to a few bef- uh, that you may want to consider. But how I really learned what my just walking through my life with Christ and understanding how I saw things differently. You know, people going left, and my Holy Spirit says, "Don't do that. Don't go right." You know, you you just start you just stop you just start being accurate. You're like, huh, that person ain't it. <laughs> you know, you just start you just it is. You know, it is what it is. Okay. Um, so I quote by pastor Tim Timberlake, who says you were created to speak. You were created to speak and you were created to create. And I think if we can summarize a lot of the gifts of the spirit is that it is a creative spirit in the beginning, Holy spirit was there and it created, and he created. Okay. And so when God is indwelling us with his spirit, we have this supernatural ability to create something out of nothing, to create in, ingenuities and ideas and, and, and to excel because we have a creative spirit that's down on the inside 
of us. Are y'all ready? My prayer is that you excel. My prayer is that you excel. The gifts of the Spirit help you to lead, believe it or not. They help you know who's who. They help you know who to, who to put up, who to put down. They help you. It helps you in so many different areas. Okay? So I want you to uh, begin to actualize and to begin to develop yourself in the gifts of the Spirit so that you can be what God has called you to be. You will never be able to fully operate in everything that God has called you to be if you don't, or if you're not confidently walking in the gifts of the spirit that God has called you to walk in. All right. All right. So make sure you check me out at www.drsamaricover.com. Make sure you follow me on social medias. If you want to uh, attend any of my courses, www.trainingchristianleaders.com. And then, of course, darling, if you are interested in therapy, you must be a North Carolina resident. You want to go to www.kingdomcreativecounseling.com. We'll be back in the day, another time, another banger. Bye, y'all.